You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 13. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. So, have you ever felt like you're alone in this business? I get it. You're probably in an office with a dozen financial advisors or insurance agents. And in my case, I actually had 30 financial advisors working in the office with me, each doing the same job, but nobody really talking about their challenges, nobody really mentoring anybody, and nobody really helping me, or in this case, you, to get to the next level. In other words, I felt alone. You ever feel like that? (laughs) Do you feel that way right now? Well, if so, know this. You are not alone. In fact, I say that in every podcast, and if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that I'm sending the same message each week. Each week, I say that you are not alone. But I think it's time to show you how you're not alone and why you're not alone. And one of the best ways to do that is to peel back the curtain and show you the challenges and solutions that my clients and I talked about just yesterday in five coaching sessions with five different advisors and agents. And that way, you would understand how and why you're not alone. And it's not just in one-on-one coaching sessions. In fact, it's even more so in group coaching sessions with complete strangers who have never met and who will probably never meet. And in fact, most likely, they're never going to speak to each other again but they feel connected. And each one would say that at some point they could relate to someone else. In other words, they didn't feel alone anymore. So if you want to learn how and why you're not alone, then you're going to want to stick around and listen to this podcast. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how and why you're not alone in this business? Well, this is a tough business, and you know that. (laughs) When you have nobody to relate to, nobody to help you, and nobody to mentor you, it can be even tougher. So, what we're going to do in this podcast is three things. First, understanding the three individual coaching modalities that I do, so that you know how I coach advisors and agents and wholesalers and branch managers and agency managers. Second, We're going to talk about a day in the life of coaching advisors and agents. And like I said, I had five coaching sessions yesterday. So we're going to talk about each one of those so that you can relate to what other people are going through. And third, the next step. So you never have to feel like you're alone again. But before we start, I've got to ask you a question or a couple of questions. What would your life be like? If you had a network of like-minded advisors and agents or wholesalers or branch managers or agency managers that are conquering their challenges, that are applying solutions and getting to the next level, would you have a higher probability of getting to the next level yourself? If that's something that you want, then let's begin.
understanding the three individual coaching modalities so that you know how I coach advisors and agents. You see, over the years, I've narrowed it down to three coaching modalities, fundamental coaching, topic coaching, and situational coaching. Let me explain what I mean. Fundamental coaching is really the fundamental tools and techniques that I think every advisor and agent and wholesaler and so on needs to learn. Topic coaching, on the other hand, is a specific topic that might bubble to the surface during our coaching session. Or in this case, when I do a one-on-one coaching session, typically they fill out what I call the pre-session questions, which are just seven questions to help me identify what modality they want to focus on what challenges they have, and to help me to get ready for the coaching session so I can refer to specific tools or techniques that they need to learn. And the third way, the third modality, situational coaching. And i got to admit, this is the one I like the best. Situational coaching is just unclogging the pipeline. So situational coaching is sitting down and talking about a specific situation that they are going to have a meeting with or who's in the pipeline that they want to work on to have people flow through the pipeline even faster. And so a coaching session, a one-on-one coaching session, might have one of these modalities or all three of these modalities. It just depends on what the client, an advisor, an agent, and so on, needs in that session. So now that you understand the coaching modalities, let's talk about a day in the life of coaching advisors and agents. We're going to talk about five different sessions so that you understand you're not alone. A day in the life of coaching advisors and agents. It's five coaching sessions. So we're going to go over five coaching sessions that happen in just one day. It was a Friday. It was a typical day. But I got to tell you this before we jump in. Each day has about five coaching sessions. Not all the coaching sessions are one-on-ones. Some are group coaching sessions as well. But each day, we're covering several different topics. No two days are exactly alike. And the reason that I'm showing you this is so that you can relate to what other people are going through. Here again, so you're not alone. So let's talk about coaching session number one. Now, I'm not going to use anybody's names, but I will explain the backstory of each person that I coached on that Friday. So coaching session number one was with a a veteran insurance agent, somebody that's been in the business for 35 plus years. Great guy. Now, what's interesting about this coaching session was the challenge that he'd gone through. I've seen it before. I've seen all these challenges before. But the challenge that he was going through was the fact that he went on vacation and he was gone for a week. And then he came back and he got COVID right away. Or maybe he got it when he was down there. So he was out for two weeks. So the first challenge he wanted to talk about was feeling overwhelmed. You see, he just got back to the office. And he had a lot of voicemails. He had a lot of emails. And he felt overwhelmed. So what I did is I said, the solution really comes down to this. It's one step back, two steps forward. So what we did is we looked at the time matrix to do and the bottom line list. These are two time management tools that that I explained in a previous podcast, probably several podcasts, where they're kind of the fundamental of having structure to the day and a way to handle the interruptions. So we mapped out his day 
And the first thing you do when you've been gone for a while like this is to really get organized. That's where I say take one step back to take two steps forward. So that's what we did. We got organized. We talked about what to do, and he mapped out his day, and he prioritized all of the people he needed to get back to. And what we were doing right there was actually fundamental coaching because we were working on these tools, fundamental tools, that he knows about, but he just kind of forgot. And then what he wanted to talk about was the steps and the procedures for a second appointment. And it's something that I, that I call the psychology of closing the second appointment. You see, the challenge was it was a big appointment coming up. So what we did is we talked about this specific person, who he was, what his backstory was, and we role-played what I call the psychology of closing the second appointment. It's a tool to help him and to help other advisors and agents get organized on what they're going to do during that meeting. It's a psychological step-by-step process to help them to know exactly what to do from small talk to getting a referral. So we worked out all the steps, and we talked about handling objections, and we role-played the whole thing. So what we were doing was situational coaching, and ironically, even a little topic coaching, because we talked about handling objections. By the time we finished this session, he now had a strategy to get organized with the client meetings and with getting back to clients and prospects too, as well as getting ready for the meeting. So by the time we finished that entire coaching session, he had direction and he didn't feel alone. Coaching session number two. So immediately I hung up with the first client and I called the second. Now, this client has been in the business for 35-plus years also, but he's kind of on the other side of the fence. He is a financial advisor with a huge book, over half a billion. It's interesting, when, you, when I work with people that have over half a billion or closer to a billion under management, assets under management, they have sometimes the same challenges, but other times unique challenges. So at this point, I talked to him about his challenges, and this financial advisor said he lost a a member of his team. That's the first thing he wanted to talk about. And I can't tell you how, how many times I've talked to people about that subject. The hard part about that is, is when you lose a member of your team, instantly it creates anxiety. There's more work to do. What are you going to do to replace that person? And most of the time, financial advisors and insurance agents they have a hard time finding a good replacement right away. So that was the challenge. How do I find somebody to replace her? So what we did is we brainstormed a little bit, but I also did talk to him about what's worked for other financial advisors and insurance agents. So this is a guy who has a pretty big team. So first things first, I said, look, let's do this. Why don't you call each one of your team members, because they all work remotely, and so does he. Why don't you call all of your team members and ask them, who do they know that's in the industry that does the same job that maybe they've known for years at a different company? And let's make a short list of those people. And then we'll take the next step to contact them and know what to say, how to say it, and get this, get an appointment to find out if they're even interested in coming onto the team. Then the second strategy, LinkedIn. I can't stress enough how important LinkedIn really is 
And here's what I mean. When we did a search of associates for financial advisors or junior advisors, we found people in his city, the city that he's in. And instantly, we realized that there were more people than we had thought before. But this gave us a list of people. Now, notice what I'm doing. I'm not looking for somebody who's never been in the business. I'm not looking for somebody straight out of college. Instead, for him, we want to find somebody that's experienced, that might be interested in at least having a lunch and finding about this opportunity. So what we were doing right there was topic coaching. So the next challenge that he wanted to work on was a first appointment with a high net worth prospect. It was a referral from a private banker, and this person is a business owner. Now, this person has a financial advisor at another firm, but he does his banking at the same bank that my client works for. So the challenge was this. The high net worth person needed succession planning and possibly down the road, some kind of mergers and acquisitions planning if he decided to sell his business. But really what my client wanted to do was talk to him about wealth planning. And so his question was, how do I shift the conversation into wealth planning? And so what I said to him was, look, let's do this. Let's find out what he really needs. Let's connect him to the team. And actually, let's talk about a team concept. And he knew exactly what I meant. So what we did is we worked on the story, the story of being kind of a quarterback on a team and assembling the team that's right for this prospect. And we also talked about all the different players on the team and what the company could do for him. So we role-played all of this, and it didn't take him very long before he realized this is going to be easy. All he's going to do is have that conversation and create the momentum to take it to the next step. In fact, we talked about bringing in team members and basically having a preliminary conversation with this high net worth prospect so that person understands there's more than just succession planning. We need an overall plan. And he probably needs a second opinion on his investments. But we won't know that until we have the meeting. By the time we finished this session, he now had a strategy for finding other team members. And he had a strategy for organizing the conversation with this high net worth prospect. And he had the confidence for this meeting. And he wasn't alone. The third coaching session in the day was an interesting coaching session with a 30-plus year insurance agent. What he wanted to talk about was unclogging the pipeline. So the challenge was this. People were getting stuck somewhere in the pipeline. And what was happening was he would have the first appointment, he'd have where he'd fact find, but they wouldn't go to the second appointment where he's showing the recommendations. So somewhere they were getting stuck. And I knew the solution. The solution was to identify the pattern, and we found the pattern. The pattern was he wasn't really asking for the next step. In fact, he wasn't helping them to understand why they needed to go to the next step. Most advisors and agents have never really been exposed to spin selling. Spin selling is just a process for asking better questions by asking questions that make the acronym SPIN. Situational-based questions uncover facts. That's where a lot of advisors and agents and wholesalers and so on get stuck. They ask fact-based questions. How old are you? Are you married? Do you have kids? Do you have life insurance? And so on. 
My point is, is that if you're stuck in just situational-based questions, they don't see the value in working with you. And so what we had to do was talk about, let's shift your conversation a little bit more in that first appointment. Let's incorporate the rest of that acronym, P-I-N, Problem, Implication, Needs Payoff. So we practiced, we role-played a first appointment situation. We did a little situational coaching, and we role-played a first appointment. Now, in the first appointment process, there are a lot of fundamental tools that advisors and agents and wholesalers use that I teach. Things such as spin selling, like I just explained. Another thing that I call the filler formula. So it's not just question, answer, question, answer, like an interrogation, but it's question, answer, and then filling in the conversation in between the next question. So we worked on that. We also worked on objections. And we worked on the process to help him to unclog the pipeline in that very spot, which is moving people from the first appointment to the second appointment where he could ask for the order. We also talked about another challenge that he had, creating more accountability to practice these tools and techniques every day. See, the challenge was that he wasn't practicing what I call the Advisor's Edge Worksheet. It's a tool that I created so you know exactly what to say and how to say it. And he wasn't practicing that enough or at all. And so what we talked about is scheduling more meetings with accountability partners. So what we were doing was fundamental coaching. We were doing fundamental coaching with that tool, the Advisor's Edge Worksheet, so that, it, that he would know what to say, how to say it, and how to move people through the pipeline. By the time we finished this coaching session, he had a specific action step for every person in his pipeline because we looked at his entire pipeline and talked about each strategy to move people down to the next step. He also had a process for practicing that he was going to practice with another financial advisor that was in group coaching with him. And ironically, that other advisor, his accountability partner, was my next coaching session. Coaching session number four. So we went into that coaching session, and I knew right away, because I looked at his pre-session questions, that he wanted to talk about it. He said, I lost a client. That's what I want to talk about. Kind of devastated. Kind of don't feel like doing anything. And so I knew we needed to shift gears into topic coaching. Talking about a specific topic that a lot of people go through, which is really how to stay motivated when things aren't going your way. So the challenge with him was he was focusing on the wrong thing. He was focusing on the client that he lost. And the more I asked him questions about it, the more he realized, maybe it's okay that this person left. Let me explain what I mean. He told me this story, and he told me that this person was kind of rude. He was always rude, and he really wasn't a great client to begin with. So I asked him, how do you feel right now? I don't feel good. I feel kind of like this is hopeless. Now, this is an advisor that's been in the business for six years. And I said, how else do you feel? I don't know. I'm not really motivated. Okay. What else? Don't feel very confident about this. So I decided to shift gears and I said, picture this. Picture you are going out to your car and you've got eight friends out in the parking lot. 
now, how many seats do you have in your car? And he said, well, I've got five. Okay, great. But we're going to eliminate your seat because you're going to drive the car. So really, you're down to what, four? He said, yeah. Okay, you've got eight friends. Four on one side, four on the other. And as you look around, let's give the name to some of these people. And there's eight of them, eight friends in the parking lot that need a ride. You can only take four. On the left, we've got them split up. On the left, you've got, let's call the first one Mr. Hope. The second one, Mr. Motivation. The third one, Mr. Determination. And the fourth one, I don't know, Mr. Confidence. Now you've got four others that are the antithesis. Mr. Hopeless. Mr. Not Motivated. Mr. No Direction. Mr. No Confidence. Now, you're going on a journey. You're going to give four of them a ride. Who do you want in your car? And he laughed and he said, well, I want the positive ones. Why is that? Because it'll make the journey better. I said, exactly. Who are you listening to now in your mind? He said, you've got a point there. I'm listening to the wrong thing. I said, exactly. And do you really want something that's rude, disrespectful, and doesn't respect your time or anything that you do? doesn't even take your recommendations. And he said, no. Exactly. So the way I see it is that you only have so much time in the day to work with so many people, so you want to work with people that you like and that like you. So it's okay that he's gone. And he got it. So once he understood this, we shifted gears. And I said, what else do you want to talk about? And I kind of knew where he was going with this. And he said, well, I need to make prospecting calls before the end of the day. I need to call 50 more people. I need to dial the phone 50 times before the end of the day. And I said, why haven't you dialed the phone already? And he said, just wasn't motivated. I said, well, here's the solution. You've got a daily scorecard. It's another tool to map out how many calls he's making. Let's just change the rules of the game for today. And here's what I mean. It's already Friday. It's already 3 o'clock Eastern, or almost 3 o'clock Eastern. And what if we do this? What if you're able to leave the office today, just today, if you not only dial the phone 50 times, but if you get two appointments? And he said, well, wow, I definitely want to dial the phone now. And I said, why? He said, well, I could literally dial the phone twice and get two appointments, maybe anyway, and I'd be done for the day for the week. I said, exactly. So what do you think you should do? He said, I'm going to dial the phone. So here's what I was doing. I was doing topic coaching, but also fundamental coaching because the topic coaching was the topic of not being motivated. The fundamental coaching was really about the daily scorecard and how we're going to change the rules of the game. And by the time we finished our session, he understood that he doesn't want to have everybody as a client. Also, he only has enough room for so many people in his practice and that he's actually in control because he changed the rules of the game for him to do prospecting. But equally as important, he didn't feel alone. So the fifth coaching session for the day. This was an advisor that had been in the business or has been in the business for 10 years. He's kind of a combination of an insurance agent and a financial advisor. And what he wanted to talk about was prospecting more often. So I whittled down that challenge by asking him, 
how much are you prospecting and do you have enough names and and so on. And he said, actually, that's probably part of my challenge. I don't have enough names. So the solution that we focused on was strategies for building his list of names to call. Now, he could buy a list from a list broker, which is fine, or we could talk about campaigns that other advisors and agents were doing or are doing that are successful. First things first, we had a conversation about, are you cross-selling? And he said, you know, I'm probably not doing that enough. So we mapped out a strategy to cross-sell to his current client base. Are you asking for referrals? No, I kind of stopped doing that. Now, to give you an idea, this is a, a, an advisor that had gotten 27 referrals in one month. And he's not asking for referrals anymore. So I asked him, why not? And he said, it works so well, I just quit doing it. <laughs> so he's going to get back to asking for referrals. The other thing we talked about was the natural market campaign. Do you know people in the community? Do you know people in your neighborhood? Do you know people that you want to work with that you're not working with? And of course he said yes. So now he's making a short list of people that he wants to work with, and we talked about what to say, how to say it, how to handle the objections, all the stuff he knows. So now we had a LinkedIn campaign, because he's linking in with those people. We have a natural market campaign, those are the same people, and a cross-selling campaign. And we shifted gears into strengthening up his prospecting skill sets. We did a little role play. In fact, we role played the first appointment, and he was very good at it, actually. And I told him, look, <laughs> that's not a problem. I don't think you're going to have any additional problems or any problems whatsoever with the first appointment. And he agreed. That's really not a challenge. And he typically moves people to the second appointment. So we worked on the second appointment, the closing appointment, and we worked on tools like the second appointment worksheet, which is a tool that I created that maps out a psychological step-by-step -step process to turning that person from a prospect into a client. So as you can see, we worked on a lot of fundamental coaching with tools and techniques. By the time he finished, or we finished our coaching session, he understood that he had some direction on how to build his lists. Also, he knew exactly what he was going to do when he was putting more people into and flowing them through the pipeline. And this, I could tell, increased his confidence by the end of the session. And he didn't feel alone. So I said that we'd talk about three things in this podcast. First, understanding the three coaching modalities that I do in individual coaching. Check. We did that. Second, a day in the life of coaching, advisors and agents. We covered five coaching sessions. We barely scratched the surface of what we really talked about in each one of those coaching sessions. But I think you get the point. Check. We did that too. And third, the next step. So you never have to feel like you're alone again. It really comes down to this. If you resonated with any of these challenges or the fact that these advisors and agents were alone, then maybe you need to reach out and we need to talk. And the reason I say that is because you don't have to be alone. In fact, most advisors and agents and wholesalers and branch managers and agency managers have a huge increase in their business when they're around other like-minded, successful peers. 
So, you really have two choices. You could keep doing what you're doing and keep getting what you're getting, or you could reach out to me. We could talk about the challenges that you're going through and the solutions that have helped other advisors and agents and help you so you are not alone. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. Thank you.